This podcast is brought to you by VinZero. VinZero pioneers solutions and services to the AEC and manufacturing industries to support net zero targets. Visit VinZero.com to learn more about how organisations design, build and solve through digitalisation. From VinZero to you, welcome to our Think Future podcast series. Each week we'll share conversations with industry leaders from around the world to find out how they're thinking future. Subscribe to VinZero Think Future for access to more episodes, interviews and profiles. Today on Think Future, we're joined by Matt Cordova, Director of Construction and Technology for Hermanson Co. Based in Kent, Washington, Hermanson has been leading the market in mechanical systems construction, design build engineering and lean fabrication and maintenance services for over 40 years. We're talking with Matt about Hermanson's total focus on technology adaption and how this has revolutionised their approach to projects. Welcome to the program, Matt. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So your background has seen you move rapidly from fabrication into detailing sheet metal and then transitioning to Director of Construction Technology. Can you share with us a little more about your journey? My interest in construction technology began with an AutoCAD class I started taking during my apprenticeship in sheet metal. It was within that class that um, using technologies like AutoCAD kind of opened up a new world for me um, when thinking about my career. So after spending some time working in service fabrication in the field, I transitioned over to detailing. I was offered a position um, by my instructor. The guy teaching me, my, all my AutoCAD classes called me up and said, hey, we have a seat. Um, so I jumped in, and that's what started my, my detailing career, drawing in uh, Fabrication Academy P, specifically HVAC systems. During my time there, I started uh, working my way up through the company, just started drawing detailing, going into fab, creating shop prints. That quickly transitioned into running MEP coordination, taking on a project, working directly with architects, engineers, other trades to get through coordination before we start fabrication. After a certain time, some of the workflows that I was doing, other people started asking, how can we do it that way? And so the teaching process began. So you pretty much led the transformation by doing first? Yes. Exactly. Historically, uh, the company I was at was using AutoCAD for 20 plus years, and the industry was changing. Everybody started using a software called Revit, and uh, we made this decision to just go with it. We literally just said any new project moving forward, we're going to start in Revit. But during that, before you can even say that, we had to come up with new workflows. We had to make decisions. Are we going to draw with ITM content or family? And in our case, we use a hybrid approach of families and ITM content to draw in 3D. Once we got, you know, our project browser organization, our shared parameters in place and decided how we were going to attack and leverage the software to its best potential that suits our needs, um, any new project moving forward was going to be in Revit. So, Matt, how is the drive to net zero being reflected at Hermanson? So, in the construction industry uh, in general, so including Hermanson, uh, there's stringent regulations in place now for projects that we're involved with. Uh, 
There's a demand for sustainable practices at every step of construction. There's certifications called LEED. So LEED is basically a list of requirements that give a building a certification level. So things like sustainable sites, water efficiency, energy and atmosphere, materials and resources, and indoor quality all play a big factor in the lead status of a building. And there's, you know, a whole criteria, but it's broken down by points. So 40 to 49 points, you're certified. 50 to 59 points, silver, gold, all the way up to platinum. So that type of process is basically drives in our region what we do. Almost every project needs to be lead in our area. Also engineers, they become lead certified to help with their design, indoor air quality, things like that. And now there's a lead 4.0 or 4.1 that builders can get. So when we talk about materials and resources, um, we're talking about waste and how we eliminate waste. And Matt Hermanson, we use technology to get leaner, eliminate waste, order earlier, things like that. So we're able to extract data from Revit to help with material and resource waste. 23% of the national waste stream comes from construction waste and demolition. So if you think about that, that is a massive mass. That's a quarter of our entire waste that, that we deal with is inside construction. How do we eliminate that? We can get better through technology. Things like Revit. For example, inside Revit, when we go to send a level uh, into fabrication for just piping, because we went through the coordination process and we know every part and piece that's going to get fabricated, we can make exact cuts. We send 3,000 feet of pipe, for example, to uh, one of our pieces of equipment in the shop. Now, inside a building, there's big pieces, little pieces, full-length pieces, and we try to prefabricate. A long time ago, people used to just take a tape measure, cut, 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 and have a giant chunk of metal um, that you could just toss, or it would be hard to reuse that. Now, through technology, we do what's called nesting parts. The, the software communicates with the piece of equipment to go, okay, you have all of these cuts with this size of pipe. How can we line it up and maximize the materials used to eliminate or have very, very, very little waste at the end of the day? So that would be one example um, of how Hermanson drives that net zero approach through lead building um, design and construction. So it sounds to me like technology is a, a massive part of the focus at Hermanson and there's always a lot of innovation in technology. When you look over the past year or so, what are some of the examples of how that technology and that type of workflow process has proved its worth from a, a profitability perspective with Hermanson? There's so many examples. One, just like we talked about with nesting pipe to eliminate waste, now we can buy materials. 
At cost, eliminate waste, which it just increases profit. We're doing a three tower building. And this building has typical floors, right? It's basically, it's an office space. We have a typical A and we have a typical B. During coordination through technologies, we realize that we can literally get through 90% of this project by processing two floors up the tower. Because now our prints are basically typical. The things we send to the shop are typical. We can order bulk material with minimal waste because we know ahead of time, because our models are carrying this information, we know ahead of time that uh, we're only sending two floors at a time. So our prints are typical, everything is typical. What difference is that making in time spent on a project like that? It's a huge time saver. So like I said, once we identified that two floors were basically going to cover 90% of the project, we don't need, so three towers, we're talking 60 plus floors of construction. Now we can just create two typical prints, typical A and B, and when you're on floor seven, take typical A. When you're on floor eight, take typical B. It's the same prints over and over again. What that does is it streamlines shop workflow too. They're getting into a rhythm of making the same cuts, saying the same design. Prefabrication is critical to everything that we do. And now the shop is getting into a, a system where they're building the same parts over and over again. Or we're lining up parts like sections of the building that are unique. We're just going to build that same assembly 50 times over, over the course of a couple days and get through that process time to times faster because you can make all your cuts all there. It's all right there. So when we're talking about time saving, a project like the three tower project that I'm talking about, typically to get through design, uh, MEP coordination and start construction would have taken about a year to a year and a half to get through. But because of the advancements, now we're able to complete something like this in about five to six months because, like I said, we're able to identify through technology typical buildings. We're able to, you know, focus on basically two floors, two to three floors, get through the, the nuts and bolts of just those two and three floors and take that up the building. So it's, it's literally shaved off four to six months of time. Uh, for a, a project like this. Certainly justifies the implementation of a technical approach, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Are you looking for a digitalisation and net zero partner to help you achieve your goals? Join the thousands of AEC and manufacturing customers globally who have turned to VinZero to start their journey toward a net zero future. With 32 offices around the world, VinZero can connect you to the right technologies and workflow processes so you can maintain your competitive position and increase profitability. VinZero has an industry expert to help you navigate the best pathway forward wherever you are on your digitalization and net zero journey. Visit VinZero.com to find out more. The pandemic impacted your industry just like others. So how did Hermanson navigate through the challenges of remote working? 
So when the pandemic hit, it was it was a culture shock for everybody. Luckily for us, when we decided to jump into Revit, with that became the the implementation of BIM 360 because uh, that allows basically cloud workflow. So I can be at my house, open up a central model from my home. Somebody can be across the world and be working within the same model. So that type of technology, cloud-based technology, got us through the pandemic because everything was locked down. We couldn't sit next to each other. But because of this cloud-based technology, we were able to keep production alive without skipping a beat. We didn't need to be next to each other. We had teams, right? We can video chat. We could communicate. We can screen share. And most of all, we can work all from the same model from our homes. So Hermanson has been around a long time, recently celebrating 40 years of business. And along with that, I imagine there was some initial resistance to onboarding the technology and changing the workflow processes. What's been the key to successful implementation? So yeah, the the key to this type of implementation is to, um, you know, we're teaching construction people that have never owned a computer, some of them, are very uncomfortable um, in this type of atmosphere. But it's sitting with the guys that are doing the work. This is what this technology can do. How can we make it better? What do you guys want it to do? So teaching and mentoring this type of thing is the only way for true implementation. But that's just a very small part of it. Like I said, when I sit down with the guys and ask them what to do, if I'm developing, let's say, a construction dashboard for a software uh, that we use called Stratus, this is going to be your new fabrication delivery system. What do you want it to say? So we get input from different portions of foreman, shop guys, things like that. We go back, develop it how they expect to see it, sit with them again, and and kind of bring their vision to reality. When you do it that way, now those same people that were resistant at first are now invested into the project because they can see their thoughts and ideas spring to life on a computer screen. So it's really about saying, we need you to trust it's easy and and boy, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Talking, listening to the people that are the end users, the people who will be using the technology. That's the only way. What are the big wins you're looking for over the next 12 months in your role as Director of Construction Technology? The number one thing I'm driving towards is going 100% paperless in our shops and in the field where possible. So inside of our shop, um, we started doing 100% paperless spooling, spooling directly from the model. Like I said, um, we, we use uh, a, a piece of software called Stratus. That software leverages Autodesk Forge Viewer to represent our model. So we can text, dimension, do all of that within that, uh, that platform. So that's different than, you know, in, in my heart of hearts, 
I want to actually get rid of PDFs as well. So, and that's what we're doing. Being paperless is really cool. If you open up a PDF, bring it up on a computer screen, and the guys can work directly from there. Where I'm trying to focus is getting rid of that and working directly from the model because it's going to be more accurate. And so that's for a shop. That's kind of our shop workflow right now. We got some new uh, technology in there. We got dual, we got monitors set up at like our piping rack systems. They're able to do all their spools directly from the model, no PDFs. They're able to do dimensioning, um, bill of materials, everything that they can get um, and extract through uh, data extraction from our models. For the field, we're leveraging a, a software called Build. Field, actually, Field Project Management Detailing. Uh, we're going to use uh, a piece of software called Autodesk Build to get through um, our projects. What that's going to do is it's going to give us access to mobile devices when we post our shop drawings. We can put it to the Sheets module. The field can now open it up, look at the sheets. Um, for our project management team, it, there's a file browser, RFI module, issue logs. For detailing, we host our central models directly to this platform. So we work from it. We post our NWDs, which is a 3D model, right, um, that the field has access to, to say, you know, if they run into a problem out in the field and fire protection's running into a piece of plumbing, we can say, okay, let's pull up the model and see who's who's right or who should have moved here. Five, six years ago, they would call us. Now, with the build software, they can open that up right from their iPad and look right then and there at who's wrong, who needs to move, um, and it eliminates, you know, field disruptions that way. So it sounds like it's definitely making the operations leaner and cleaner in terms of communication capability. Absolutely. When you have all parts of your project team pointed to the same piece of software, getting the same information, you're bound for success. Detailing's pointed there. Project management's pointing there. The field is all pointing there. Everybody's pointed the same direction with the same common goal to get leaner, faster, and more production out of a project. So Matt, when you think future, what problems does industry most need to solve in your opinion? When it comes to construction, it's finding workers. Finding qualified workers is really difficult these days. The problem we're seeing is a wave of older generational workers retiring and a lack of younger people jumping into a skilled trade. It's creating a lopsided labor that we think will be hard to overcome. We need to combat this with education. Construction isn't always hard backbreaking labor for pennies. Jumping into a skilled trade is a wonderful career with great pay and benefits. It's worlds of different things that you can decide to do, whether it's fabricating metal, welding pipe, learning electrical schematics, jumping into technology like AutoCAD or Revit. Construction typically has a bad reputation uh, brought on by negative spotlight, movies, TikTok trends, things of that nature that get embedded in young brains, when in reality, it's a limitless world of possibility and career growth. When you think about the technologies you're already utilizing at Hermanson and the innovations you know are in the pipeline, 
what has you most excited? Without a doubt, it's the ability to take and utilize hard data to get cleaner and more accurate forecasting, to be able to leverage data for better decision-making, the ability to manage the supply chain down the line, the ability to streamline, reduce waste, increase productivity, and increase profitability. It's all there once we have the right data. Well, Matt, it's been great to have you on the program and to learn more about how Hermanson's focus on technology has revolutionized the way you're working there. So thank you for a great contribution to our Think Future podcast series. Yes, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity and it's been a pleasure. This podcast was brought to you by VinZero. VinZero helped the AEC and manufacturing industries keep pace with digital change and achieve their technological and sustainability leadership goals. VinZero is a company that cares about creating and building a better world. Together, we are working with industry and environmental experts, providing forums and platforms through our VinZero Think community to create conversations that matter to our future generations. We invite you to join in the conversation and participate in our Think community. Like and subscribe to Think Future to stay up to date with the latest innovations and conversations as we take AEC and manufacturing around the world closer to zero. You can download our podcast at vinzero.com or from your favourite podcast platform. From Vinzero Think Future, thanks for listening.